It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two, two girls, girls and a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Amber Brand is in the house. Yes, I am. What's your married name going to be? Amber Rodriguez. That's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an interesting one. Are you going to hyphenate? No, I'm just going to take on the full name, get rid of the whole my name. So, um, got engaged on Christmas. I did. Yeah. Right? And that was one of the first questions I got <laughs> asked, like a couple weeks after the engagement, because Steve was in town and we kind of like do our thing. And then when he leaves, that's when I spend time with other people. Mm-hmm. And like when someone asked me that, I was like, well, I just assumed that you take right. the name, right? Yeah. And she's like, well, I, and this was Beverly, who was on the okay. podcast a couple weeks ago. She's like, I changed my middle name to my maiden name oh. and then took his last name. So, like, huh. mine would be Janet Blair McGrew instead uh-huh. of Janet Gale Blair, which is where it is now. Gotcha. And I'm like, what? And there's options? I know. And I'm like, I've seen the hyphenation. I've seen that stuff. Yeah. But... There's so many options. I didn't think about that at all. I know. <laughs> I'm still okay with just getting rid of my last name. Yeah. And just taking on Rodriguez. See, I was named after my grandma and my aunt. Janet was my grandma. Gail was my aunt's middle mm. name. So I'm like, will she be offended if I... Right. Because I do like my maiden name. Yeah. So it's good that you're you're kind of in the same... Because I was kind of like, oh, just change it to McGregor, right? right? Yeah. And some people, um, like I know people, it took them like a year after they got married to, because it's a process. It is. Do yeah. You, do you understand the process? Because I haven't so researched it yet. I've looked on Pinterest and I've seen a couple lists, but it is, I mean, it's, you have to go through and do your, because you have to drop off your marriage license and then they, or something, and they give you that back and you have to go down and get your social security card and then you go and get your driver's license. And that's when you can actually start doing your passports and your bank accounts and everything like that but you need like their little marriage certificate they'll give you a copy which is something that you can give to other people to show that you've been married but you need the social security and the driver's license to be done first before you can change anything else Mm. and then they some people will give you steps so that way you can say okay so the second step is my bank account and my health insurance and yada yada and then your third one and so it goes down a list of less important to or most important to less important and I've heard there's, like, companies where you can pay them yes. to do it for you. Yeah, I'm, I may do that. I know. I haven't looked at the pricing of those services, but I'm yeah. kind of like... It might be worth it. I'm a busy working person. Yeah. I'm at work. It's hard for me to get away. Yeah. Like, dentist appointments, doctor's appointments, they happen on Saturday. Right. <laughs> because I don't have time. Yeah. I know. I said the same thing, because I'm like, I'm going to have to take off, like, three days just, just to get to my change. name changed. Yeah. And I think that's why some girls wait for forever. Yeah. But then their husband's like... What's wrong with my name? You don't right. want it? Well, it's on my Facebook. I think Ashley De Lorenzo, that happened to her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's tough. It is. It is. So, well, Godspeed just... with that process. And maybe you can, like, keep us updated after yeah. you get married, what that process looks like. I can do that. So that Janet, when she does. <laughs> and then people are like, do you have a date set? I'm like, yeah. We got engaged on 1225. 
Right. And then on January 1st, Steve left. Yeah. <laughs> and he's been gone since, and it's January 22nd. So yeah. I'm like, uh, no. And for a girl who was so shocked that it actually that it happened. I know. I'm like, you didn't have anything planned. I don't. And it's overwhelming. Yeah. You were a superhero in my book because, like, <laughs> you got engaged and you're like, bam, it's all done. I'm like, but we'd already been talking about it. I so know. we kind of already knew. And, like, I tried to talk, I like, the few days he was home, I was like, so what are your thoughts? And he's just like, <laughs> and he goes into, like, yeah, I don't know mode. Just get, like, a season. What season? Oh, right. And I will go from there. And then so part of me, since we have family all over, yeah, um, and he's been married before, mm-hmm. and it's not like our families are saying, here's your wedding fund. Um, right. I'm thinking, like, maybe just, like, a small little thing. And yeah. And then... Maybe, like, throw a gathering here and a gathering yeah. in Missouri. I don't know. Over, the, like, several years. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who did that. She, um, her and her husband, I think, she had at least been married previous. I don't think her husband has been. But um, when they got married, they did a destination wedding at, in Hawaii. And they said, if you can come, great. Otherwise, don't worry about it. And so it was just, like, 10 or 15 friends. And then they came here. And they did a little reception party here. And then they went to um, his hometown in Illinois, which is Chicago. And they did a party there. And it's just easy that way. Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of thinking. And I I had dinner with one of my girlfriends this last Friday night. And she's like, no, you have to have a... I'm like... Yeah, everybody says that. Please stop. Yeah. (laughs) Please don't tell me what I have to do. Yeah. And I've been warned of this. Like, Mm -hmm. people are going to try and like... She's like, it'll be easy. You could just have like a party to put all your centerpieces together. I'm like... No. That requires planning, time, and you have to buy all the supplies. I don't know what... I'm not one of those Pinterest girls. Yeah. Like, you're a Pinterest person. Yeah, but I didn't want to do that. That's why my (laughs) wedding venue has people, and it's all-inclusive, and they do all the decorating. And I have checked out some of those here Mm -hmm. in the area, and I'm just... I'm still like, that money could be used for Steve and I to go on a vacation to Hawaii. Yeah, this is true. And I don't know. Well, because Nick said to me the other day, too, when we were talking about it a couple... Like, a week or two ago is we really kind of feel like we're putting on this for everybody else. Because I'm like, well, we still have to get the gifts for the bridesmaids and the groomsmen. And then we have to get gifts for these people. And then we have to get the incoming gifts. And then you have to get the takeaway gifts and all this other stuff. He's like, why the hell are we buying everything for everybody else? I agree. <laughs> I agree. And I'm not I'm not 25 anymore. Right. Um, I'm 35. <laughs> I don't need all that mess. Yeah. And we don't, we don't need anything. Like a registry? No. Right. Don't need that. We got stuff. We have lots of stuff. Look at this basement. It's packed. <laughs> I just want to be with my man for the rest right. of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Sorry. I knew you could relate to this because you're yeah. recent. Um, you know, Ashley DeLorenzo, she was fortunate where her parents. I know. Like her dad was the wedding planner. He was. I remember and, talking to her. And took care of it all. And it was amazing, which yep. that is awesome. She's blessed. But. Yeah, not all of us are that fortunate. No. But I love my man, and I just want to get married. Yep, and at the end of the day, it's still whatever you want. And if people don't like it, that's not really your problem. Hopefully they don't hold it against you. Right. If they do. Then. Bless their hearts. Yeah, it might be got time to say goodbye. <laughs> um, now, you're my bachelor person. I'm Damn. really sad because, <laughs> like, I watch Bachelor, um, and I usually don't watch the episode until like Saturday or Sunday after it airs. Mm -hmm. And when Steve's in town, sometimes it's, I have to like keep them. (laughs) And like one Saturday when he does travel, I'll watch like five. (laughs) 
So I get behind. But today, like this weekend, I was like, the one thing I have to do is make sure I'm caught up on Bachelor. (laughs) Then Amber comes in and says, I'm not watching. Yeah, no, I'm not watching it this time. What's going on? I just couldn't buy into Nick. You know, I watched the two seasons previous with The Bachelorettes, Mm because I do watch The Bachelorettes, and I know that you don't watch The Bachelorettes. Mm -mm. So I've watched The Bachelorettes, where he has been on, and he has been a complete jackass, and he has been (laughs) nothing but clingy and over the top, and just insane, in my opinion. And I know that over the course of Bachelor in Paradise, which I do not watch, uh, things had changed, and people started to get a different view of him, and so that's why he's now on The Bachelor. But I just couldn't buy into it. He's such a dick. <laughs> so he was on Andy. <laughs> Andy was Bachelorette yep. after she was on Juan Pablo season. Is yes. That right? Okay. Yep. And so I know who Andy is. Yep. Um, she was like a, she was in law or something. Yep. Super strong woman. Mm-hmm. And he made it to the final two with her. Yep. He was going to propose and she yep. rejected him. Yes. I don't understand how people didn't feel bad for him. Oh, my God, because he was such an ass. Oh. He came on to after the final rose uh-huh. and it totally talked about the fantasy suite oh. and how she had sex with him and she said all these things. And he completely confronted her and called her out and said horrible things to her on after the final rose. And everybody knows outside of Sean Lowe's season, everybody knows that everybody has sex in the fantasy suite. Right. That's what that time you don't have to, obviously, but that's normally what that time is for. There's no cameras. You spend the night. You get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of knows what it is, but you just don't talk about it. Right. What happens so, in the final right. the fantasy suite stays in the final or the fantasy suite. Yeah. Yes. And he called her out on all of it. And like, how could you do this? And you're basically a slut and da 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 oh. And it was just this big thing. And you could tell by she was just horrified by the look on her face. And it was just horrible. And everybody hated him after that. Mm. And she chose Josh. She did. Okay. So then... He, um, from what I've read and what I've seen, because everything you read is true, right. um, he sparked up a friendship with Caitlin. Yep. And that, was she also on Juan Pablo? She or was, was she on, on Chris's? She was on Chris's. I okay. Th- no, she, yeah, Chris's. Chris Souls. Um, yeah. On his season, didn't make it. Um, so they became friends, and then he um, asked to be on her season. Yeah, he, like, showed up a mm. couple... Was it late? I don't think it was late, late, but I think it was a couple of episodes in. Okay. So, and he just like shows up and she doesn't know what to do. And I actually liked Caitlyn despite all of the drama that was around her bachelorette season, because I also felt that despite what she did and what happened during that season, she owned it. And that was really what mattered. She was accountable for everything she did. She owned who she was. And mm-hmm. I thought that was the most important thing. But... um He showed up. She didn't know what to do because she really liked him. She thought she had a spark with him, and this is what it was all about. And so she decided to keep him. Okay. And it pissed everybody off, especially Sean, who she's with now. But um, And then they ended up sleeping together before the fantasy suite. Ooh. Scandalous. But she came out, and she announced it. She told Sean by himself first because she was like, I want you to know because I care about you, and I want you to stay, but I need you to know what happened. Okay. And then she told all the other men. But that was a big scandal there. And then she also got him all the way, or got, um, uh, what's his name now? Nick. Nick. Yep. Got him to the final two. Uh-huh. And she also basically said no. He was going to propose to her. Yeah. And now, um, from the current season, you can see, I think it's 
the ring he picked for Caitlin. Oh. And the rose are in like this like love museum somewhere. Ooh. Yeah. That's weird. So then, um, so I not, I didn't watch any of that. And I didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise religiously. Okay. It was just like one weekend I was, I had nothing else in the DVR. So I threw it on while I was playing Candy Crush because I am so <laughs> active socially. Um, and I was watching and he um, was like falling for Amanda. Remember right. Amanda with the... Amanda? Yes. With the girls, and they were like getting really close, and then like all of a sudden, Josh comes in late. Yeah, which is kind, of, which happens on Bachelor in Paradise. People just kind of show up, and Amanda and Josh. So again, Josh swoops in, and Josh and Andy had broken up. Yep, um, same Josh, but swoops in, and I think him and Amanda are still together. They're not. Okay, never mind, Janet. See. <laughs> But they were together for a minute. They were. Um, but totally kicked Nick out. And I feel like that made people feel bad for Nick. Because that's oh. three times in a row. Right. He's been boosted. Yeah. And he isn't He isn't bad so far. Um, there are some things he's doing with um, Corinne. Mm-hmm. I've heard the name. Yeah. She's crazy. She's like a 23, 24-year-old. He's 35. Oh, yeah, that's not. And she's, I, I think she might be bipolar. Just like. Because she'll get all, like, crazy, and, like, then she'll fall asleep. Like, she missed <laughs> – she got the rose from their date, uh-huh. from the group date, and she then tried to, like, make out with him and brought whipped cream and – yeah. And then he kind of was like, okay, this is great. I have to go do this final rose ceremony and cocktail party. And she went back to her room feeling devastated and rejected and, like, slept through the final rose ceremony. But oh she already God. had a rose. Sure. Um, and then they had um, this last week, instead of the cocktail party before the final rose, they had a, a pool party, which oh, happens like it every does. season. Yeah. It's not a shocker anymore. No, it's not. <laughs> um, and she brought in a bouncy castle for her and Nick to jump in. Oh. And like she's like straddling him, and like all the other girls are seeing. <laughs> and now the girls are pissed. Yeah, I could see and that. And then, like, after the bouncy castle, she goes in and f- goes to sleep. It's like she's like... What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, at the end of this last week's episode, the girls are starting to confront him and be like, do you oh, yeah. really want to find a fiancé, or are you wanting to find a booty call? Because yeah. that's what Corinne is. Um, there was a girl that showed up on his season this year that he had met at Jade and Tanner, Tanner's wedding. Oh, I think I saw something about that. Yeah, so she was, um, I think, the maid of honor. I think she was Jade's best friend. Oh, okay. And they um, met at the wedding, hooked up. He asked for her number. She said she wasn't in a place to do that. And they parted ways. And then all of a sudden she shows up on The Bachelor. Of course. And... Um, she, a couple, it, like the first episode, she didn't tell anyone. I think it was the second episode. She finally told one of the other girls. Oh. And Nick confronted her and was like, you know, we had our chance. You said no. I don't think you're here for the right reasons. So sent her home like, oh. before the ceremony. Yeah. So that was smart. It was. He has now sent two girls home before the rose ceremony. Is like That's impressive. I'm not, this isn't good. I don't want to waste your time. Go on. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it is. So I'm I'm respecting him, but he they need to get Corinne out. And I see um, some teases for next week's episode. It looks like like you see Chris Harrison say we have to talk about Corinne. Oh, so we'll see how that goes. Interesting. She's 
all sorts of crazy. I don't have any favorite. Like, I really liked um, Lauren. Okay. Like, after the second episode, I was like, I yeah. really like that Lauren B. She's going to go places. And she's with Ben still, I think, right? Yes, they are okay. still together. <laughs> I follow them. It seems like it. Um, but I don't have any fan favorites because I think the distraction of Corinne yeah. is like, like you can't, away. no one is able to really build that super bond because every time Nick sits down with someone, Corinne's like, can I have you again? Can yeah. I have you? And I'm like, seriously, that should be against the rules. <laughs> and I think sometimes there are times where I haven't watched a lot of this season and then I'll tune in to the last like four or five episodes. Oh. Just because I still think the ending is good. And by that point, you've gotten rid of the majority of the crazy ass drama. Yes. Because there's a lot of times, too, when I watch Bachelor or Bachelorette and I just fast forward like all the games where you're trying to like win his time or win her time and you're like oh. drinking goat milk or something. Ew. Straight from the goat. Ew. Yeah. So that could be some memes, man. It's just, it's, I know, it's too much. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just good. I'll just wait till the end. And I do play Candy Crush while I watch Bachelor. Too. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's one of those shows where I have to multitask because yeah. if you just sit there and watch it, your brain rots. It does. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I do love it, but <laughs> I can't. And it's two hours long. So yeah, there yeah. is some fast forwarding. Yeah. And sometimes. Like, I get uncomfortable during the uncomfortable moments. Yeah. And I can't, I'm like, fast forward, this is yep. just too much. I do the same thing. I love Lace mm-hmm. from Ben's season. Love her. She's a Denver person. I think right. that might be another reason I love her. But I, I had to fast forward through some of her uncomfortable yeah. things. And her and her boy broke up. Yes, they did. They broke up right around the same time that Amanda and uh, Josh did. And th- see, that's what concerns me because the girls, Lauren, um, Lace, and Amanda, I think that was it. They all just did this trip to Nashville together. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. Snapchat. Yeah. And I'm like, Lauren, why aren't you with Ben? <laughs> <laughs> you should be hanging out with Ben. Where is Ben? Right. Because he's not on social media. And I'm like, well, maybe he's working. Yeah. <laughs> I, I create stories in my head. Do you do that? I do. Steve makes fun of me. Cause oh, no, I do it all the time. Like, I haven't seen the neighbors for a few days. Do you think yeah. they went on vacation? Do you think... <laughs> Yep. I don't even know. You think they're it, sick? Should we take them cookies? It just is easier. It's more fun. <laughs> it is. So, Steve, I'm not the only one. No, not at all. Well, um, let me know if you decide to watch The Bachelor this year. <laughs> because I don't really talk about it with <laughs> the other girls. Because no one else is my Bachelor person. Yeah. I think Beverly watches. Does she? But she's been like um, vacationing a lot lately. So that's what oh. we've been talking about. Yeah, well, and the hard part is, too, is, and I think we've talked about it before, and you have been really good about not getting sucked into it, but you do eventually enjoy one of the final two or final three, and that person is always the one to go on to the next season. So now you got to wait until they find love, and then you got to right. watch that season, and now you fall in love with one of those people, and then you got to watch the next season. I, I stay detached. You do a really good job. I do not. <laughs> you are too emotionally attached to the I Bachelor. Am. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's good for me if I can even remember their names. Yeah. That's hard. I just listened to a podcast, um, the Betches podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw you post about that. Um, and they had Olivia on. Oh. She was the crazy mouth yeah. lady from Ben's episode. You should listen to that. And anyone that is a Bachelor fan should li- find the Betches podcast and huh. listen to the one with Olivia. Interesting. Because she puts a spin, like, kind of how they, you know, made it look worse than it was. And, right. Yeah. Which I guess you kind of have to assume. You, you do. But then for it to actually be stated. Right. My mouth isn't that big. (laughs) 
It's like, hmm. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some makeup. All right. All right. Yeah. You've heard the saying, those girls with curly hair want straight hair. Those girls with straight hair want curly hair. Those brunettes want to be blonde. The blondes want to be brunette. I definitely fall into that category. I'm a brunette that wants to be blonde. I have curly hair and I want it to be straight. I have found the key to that straight hair that I love. It's Foxy Bay. Foxy Bay has made a rose gold straightening brush. No more clamping down on my hair with a flat iron. This tool is amazing. It's eight times faster and easier than a standard flat iron or hair straightener and it heats hair evenly from the inside out reduces frizz and delivers a healthier smoother finish if you want to get your own foxy bay go to foxybay.com that's f-o-x-y-b-a-e.com your hair will thank you okay we're back with two girls and a bottle of wine and we have amber i'm here yes and um i have been like a big fan of beauty vloggers for a long time youtube that's what i watch when i get ready for anything like nice. my my favorite time of the day is when i'm in my bathroom getting ready to do something <laughs> to go somewhere because i'm doing my makeup i'm watching the beauty vloggers so like i am that girl but you're not no i want to be but i don't have enough patience to like sit there and watch them like talk through everything and do it and I just don't feel like I can do it as much because I really want to get into eyeshadow and like making my eyes look different but I don't have the patience for those dang videos I think what I have done is I watch so many Mm -hmm. that the knowledge does finally like stick and I like (laughs) try things but I don't go crazy oh yeah yeah I definitely don't go nuts see I want to go crazy (laughs) I could see that about you like you want to go like all in yeah I'm like I watch so many that eventually the, the the knowledge seeps in. There you go. But um, a lot of these beauty vloggers are 20-somethings. Sure. Which I know you are, so no judgments, but mid-30s here. I I'm need, a 33, lady. I See, I, I met Why? you when you were, what, 26, 28? 28, maybe. Yeah, it's hard for me to progress, people. <laughs> You'll always be 28. I don't know why. This has happened to me many times. With Tara, with... Okay, you're 33. All right, so... I I always feel like you're so much younger than me. Nope. Crazy. All right, so I've been watching these 20-somethings do their makeup, and I'm like, should I, like, see if there's older beauty vloggers out there? Because what they're doing might not work for a mid-30. Because I'm, like, approaching middle age, it feels like, right? (laughs) (laughs) My skin some days, it's like... Really? That used to be a little higher. Um, (laughs) So I found an article about six beauty mistakes that make you look older. Okay. And I wanted to talk about this because I think I might be doing something wrong. I'm intrigued. (laughs) So the first one, and see, I haven't read this first because I I wanted to be surprised. Um, (laughs) But I did glance at the first one, and I am definitely guilty of this, wearing heavy black eyeliner. Look at my eyeliner, Amber. But it's really pretty. (laughs) It's Freaking, I do like a thick line, and then on the weekends, I do the cat eye. During the week, I don't, because that's not professional. But coating your eyes with mascara and liner is a great way to make them pop. But that doesn't mean you should go crazy. Putting on too much eyeliner, especially if you're using a heavy black mixture, won't do you any favors. Yeah. See, I use brown, but I also like to use a gray or a silver. And I also like to do colors, because then I don't wear eyeshadow necessarily. I just do the color. Yeah. Really? But I don't really, I don't know. I dye my hair blue and I you do. Yes. wear glitter. And <laughs> did I you just, change your nose ring? I did. Okay, because I'm like sitting here looking yep. at it ever since you walked in. And I'm like, 
Yeah. Has that always been a green hoop? Nope. I have a hoop now instead of a stud. Is it green? It is. Okay. It has little different colors on it depending on where it is, but it's like a greenish blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. My old company, you could not have a nose piercing. But I I see it. My new company, there's people. But I'm like, I'm 35, Janet. Don't even. Don't. (laughs) I I use like liquid eyeliner. My favorite is. I can't do that. And I think it's because I found the perfect one. Mm -hmm. Like it's waterproof. It stays pretty much all day. (laughs) I feel like sometimes my eyeshadow like falls down onto it. It makes it a little less black. Um, what do I use? Stila. Stila stay all day. Okay. And it's, it was funny. The way I found it is Steve and I were in Sephora because I make him go in there frequently. <laughs> and he like took the Stila and like marked it on my ar- hand. And I was like, yeah, it's a black liquid eyeliner. Good job, babe. And like <laughs> at the end of the day, I was like, it's still there. And I'm like, wait, I'm going to sleep with that there and see what happens. <laughs> it was still there. And then wow. when I went to go wash it off. Like with regular soap, it wouldn't come off. I had to get makeup remover. I'm like, I think Steve found something. and That's um, impressive. So I buy that. But now I'm like, crap, I don't know if I can do a small line. And it's perfect for the cat eye because it's felt right. and makes it – not that my cat eyes are perfect. They're never exactly the same. <laughs> I can't do it. Some days they're a little bit, whoa. And I'm just like, whatever. See, I can't get the liquid eyeliner to do it right. Like it just is like I'm drawing a triangle on my eye. See, I just like lay it. Uh, I drag it across my eye. And I think I learned that on on YouTube. So this article, and this article is from CheatSheet.com. It says that our eyelashes thin out as we get older. And women sometimes try to overcompensate for that with lots of black makeup. Which, that's not why I do it. Um, All that does, though, is draw attention to the wrinkles around your eyes. Instead, try your luck with a dark brown or gray liner. Look at you, Amber, being ahead of the curve. And use it sparingly. After all, makeup isn't face paint. (laughs) It's here to enhance your natural features. (laughs) Great. I think I feel like a clown all of a sudden. You don't look like a clown. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) I like color eyeliner, and I catch myself using it more in the summer-springtime. Oh, yeah. Because I like the teals and the pinks. But Mm -hmm. I feel like when I wear them, my eyes don't pop as much. Sure. I could see that. Yeah. So That's why you buy mascara that goes along with it. I actually have blue mascara on right now. I did notice that when yeah. we were in our in my kitchen. I was like, I think her eyelashes are blue. Yep. I had pink for a while. Mm, yeah. And what I really like to do is put on the pink uh, mascara on my real eyelashes and then put fake black lashes on. Oh. So it, but that was a Vegas thing. Oh. You can't do that. Just going to work. I guess. <laughs> if you're Amber, you can. <laughs> I can't. Why not? Try it. Um. So, yeah. That was a lot of talk about eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> So, Janet, start trying. I'll try that this week. I'll try it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, piling on the foundation. Oh, yeah. I don't, you know, I use foundation, but I actually just found a new foundation that is actually more like a moisturizer. And it's really amazing. It's very light. So I do my best at just kind of covering my face with it. And it has an SPF in it. So it's really good. And it's lightweight. And you don't really need that much. And what brand is that? Tarte. Tart, yes. yes. I like tart. Yep. It's really good. Good stuff. Yeah. I have naturally red complexion. Oh, okay. Like my whole life. Um, sitting in class in elementary school, I'd get called on and my face would like <laughs> beam red. And like people would make fun of me. So I've always had a naturally red complexion. So when I started wearing makeup, I'm like, 
foundation is going to be my friend. <laughs> and again, guilty of this one, piling on the foundation. I actually use Urban Decay. Oh, I love All-Nighter. Urban Decay. It's super full coverage. <laughs> it's like a whole new face. But it is. It is piled on. Was it? Tell me the truth. Do Can you? Am I cakey? No. Are you sure? Yeah. It doesn't look cakey to me. Okay. So foundation is a great way to cover up any pesky blemishes or fine lines, but caking it on will definitely age you. Not only does too much foundation make your skin look flaky, all that makeup is bound to wreak havoc on your skin. If you want to treat your skin problems, focus on your skincare products instead. A tinted moisturizer, which you said yours is... For example, will keep your skin hydrated and give you face your face a subtle sheen. It's also worth noting several moisturizers have anti-aging properties so they can give your skin a youthful glow. Perfect. I need to go to beauty school because I am doing everything <laughs> wrong. Dang it. And I put like tons of concealer under my eyes because I feel like... I do use a lot of concealer. Again, I use the Tarte model. I use the watercolor or the water one, water-based one, uh-huh. Rainforest or something. Yes. So it's very light. It smells really good too. But I only found the moisturizer because the tinted moisturizer because they had a tart person there. Oh. So she was asking me questions. She's like, eh, you may just want to use a moisturizer. Nice. So, yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do is just go into the makeup store with no yes. makeup on and be like, yeah, help me. They Actually, at Sephora offer classes you can pay for. Yeah, that's what I heard. I need to look into that. Me too. No. Okay. Number three, wearing blush, which I don't do a lot of oh i love blush i'm <laughs> almost positive i'm a problem as archaic as it may seem some people still rouge their cheeks yep that's me i don't think it's archaic why is the blush just like there's so many blushes why yeah. uh they'll apply blush to give their skin a healthy glow but when used incorrectly it can have the opposite effect and similar to overdosing on foundation powder blush can make your skin look flaky hmm. yeah i use a lot of blush I've never noticed you. Like, when you think of a lot of blush, you think of, like, the 80s. Right. Yeah. So, I feel like you're not using a lot of blush. I use a very light pink, so that way I can kind of do a little bit more and kind of accent it if I want to. But Mm -hmm. I do like using a lot of blush. I Like, I will contour Mm -hmm. and just use a little bit of blush. YouTube. And I don't know that I'm doing it right. That might be the next one. (laughs) I don't know. Let's see what the next one is. Number four. Ignoring their brows. Oh, I do that. Me too. Well, I don't have, like, look at my brows. I, this is what I got. Like, every once in a while I'll have one that'll grow, like, a little bit off the beaten path and I'll, I'll tweeze it. But other than that, I don't really have brows. Oh, see, I have to tweeze mine quite often. But now I've tweezed them too thin and I should be drawing them in, like, filling them in. And I hate doing that. <sighs> and I don't know how to do it appropriately. So I ignore them. That's how I, and again, I've thought about going to Sephora and being like, yeah, because that's how I found my foundation. I went right? to Sephora and said, help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually picked the shade because Urban Decay oxidizes. And they're like, it may seem off when you first put it on, but it'll oxidize and find a happy place. But yeah. Um, so I've thought about going in because I yeah. browse. When I have tried, I feel like I look like a clown. Oh, yeah. I could see it. Like, it's mm-hmm. very difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um, this says that your eyebrows matter. They're the first thing a person notices on your face. I don't think that's the first person I, the first thing I ever notice on a person's face. Nope. 
their eyes or their mouth is probably the first thing. I could never tell you what anyone's eyebrows look like. Yeah. And I feel like if that's the first thing you notice, like now I'm looking at your eyebrows. Right. (laughs) Because we're talking about it. But before today, I could have never, I I would be like, huh. I one time didn't even notice a person didn't have eyebrows. I feel like that would be noticeable. See, I didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So while maintaining your brows with a tweeze, wax, or threading session is important, you shouldn't ignore them when you're applying makeup. Huh. Um, so L shows just how important your brows are by featuring two pictures of the same woman, one with defined brows and the other with natural brows. Not only did defining her brows brighten up her face, but it also took the attention away from the fine lines around her eyes. Adding a lightweight pomade or pencil to your brows is easy and cost effective, so don't skip the step. All right. Fine. I'll think about it. Me too. <laughs> I need to find out how I, how to do this though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Number five. Are you having fun? I am. (laughs) Okay. I'm learning a lot. (laughs) Wearing bright eyeshadow, which I do in the spring and summer. I love hot pink eyeshadow. I do that occasionally. Yeah, it's not every day. Yeah. It's like on the weekend when I wear my pink eyeliner. Um, Incorporating some color to your look, whether it's with a fun lip, unconventional nails, or a printed dress is a great way to add a jolt of energy to your attire. But the one place we don't want to see color, however, is on your eyelids. We don't care what the trend of the moment is. Sweeping your lids with a bright blue or yellow shadow will look like you're stuck in the 80s. A neutral eyeshadow is a fail-safe option. If you need a look for a date night and parties, a smoky eye is a great alternative. So I'm mm. going to stop using hot pink eyeshadow now. Yeah, see, and I think that's why I like colored eyeliner. is because I can still wear a neutral eyeshadow, but then have my eyes pop with a little bit of color with the eyeliner. That's smart. Yeah. All right. Now I know. <laughs> Dang. Sporting a dark lip. Uh, I don't really do that. I do from time to time. I try to get one that more, like, is neutral. Neutral's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, like a natural nudie lip. Like a peachish or a yes. brownish. Yeah. So while we're on the subject of wearing the wrong color, let's talk about your lips. Though a dark brown or Bordeaux pout is extremely trendy, it's bound to age you a couple of years. These seductive hues only make your lips look smaller, less defined, and inevitably more haggard. Oh, that's a rough word. Yeah, but I still don't know that I believe that. Because I think there are women that do their lips really well where they look full, maybe even if they're not. But then it's a really dark color. Like, I don't know if you watch Two Broke Girls. Yes. So Max, Max has a really but dark. she's young. Right. But still. I don't know. There's Remember other Mimi people. Remember Mimi from the Drew yes. Carey show? I keep thinking of her in all of these examples. <laughs> I don't know. Opt for a sheer lipstick, a lighter pink, a mauve, or a neutral hue. Yeah. And we talked about last week on the podcast, um, ColourPop. Oh, is yeah. A big, is a nice one. I haven't tried it, but I hear it's moisturizing and it's a color that stays. Yeah. And I've been using LipSense recently, mm-hmm. which is a new fad kind of that's coming out. Is it? Is it on Facebook only? I don't know. Is it like the Lula Row? I think it's similar, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because I think these people actually have regular parties. I only know one person who's selling it right now, though, which is very different from Lula Row or anything else that I've seen out there. Right. But I was a little skeptical, but I've watched some YouTube videos on it and stuff like that. And it is amazing, I have to tell you. So their whole selling point is that it never comes off. So it doesn't smudge. I can drink a coffee cup or I can drink out of a coffee cup. I can drink out of a glass of wine my lipstick never comes off it never shows on my glass 
And the point of it, though, is that you also have to use only their products because their products are supposed to be all natural and oils where other products tend to be waxy. So they do a different process to our lips. So when you first start using lip scents, you go through an exfoliation process. But you don't so you don't want to ever go back to like a wax lip balm because you'll have to go through that exfoliation process. So (laughs) I can't explain that well, clearly. No, I feel like that is just entrapment. It is a little. I'm not going to lie. Because you can only use their products. So you can only use their gloss, their lip moisturizer, and all this other stuff. But I do have to say it is worth it so far. Okay. During the Christmas time, they kind of underestimated their stock, though. So they've sold out of everything. So I have one color, which I do like. But there's another color that I'm waiting to come back in. And I'm waiting for their moisturizer to come back in. But they also offer like a matte gloss that you can put on. And they offer a regular gloss and a sand gloss. So they offer all these different color or tops that you can do. Mm -hmm. And they also do uh, color matching. So if you have Anastasia Stripped, which is a lip gloss matte. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Okay. (laughs) If you tell them that's a color you really like, they will find a color or two colors that you can use together to make that color. So it's it's really kind of cool. I really like it. So does it seriously last all day long? I would say last, if you're considering eight hours, uh-huh. I would say it lasts eight hours. And as long as your lips are moisturized, because in the beginning when I started using it, it would get a little flaky on my bottom lip. And that's because my lips are very dry because I don't mm-hmm. use a lot of moisturizer anyways. So I've had that problem, but it has lasted all day. Nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Lip scents. Yep. If anyone listening knows anyone else that's selling lip scents, let us know. Yeah. And can you share like mm-hmm. who... Oh, yeah. Katrina Parks is the girl that um, I've been buying it from. She does. It's a really long word, though, so I'm going to have to, like, put it on the page. Yeah. If you could just, like, um, text me the link to that page, we can put it in the description of this page. I can do that. And hopefully, because you were the first one that told me about LuLaRoe. Yeah. And that was, like, I want to say almost a year ago. Maybe. Because you were like, have you heard of this? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And now I. Now it's everywhere. Yeah. I have three, no, two pairs of their leggings and a dress. Yeah. That's actually really good because I have like 15 pairs of their They're leggings. They're not cheap. They're not. And I just recently discovered them. And it's cold here in Colorado and I'm a wuss. Yeah. You know, Wisconsin can handle the thin leggings because they're thin. They I'm, are thin. This time of year, I have fleece line leggings that I go to. <laughs> yeah, I would die. <laughs> you would burn up. I would literally like sweat in them. It would be like if I don't know if you ever watched the Friends episode of Ross when he yes, puts on the, the pleather leather. pants yes. or the leather pants. That <laughs> yeah. would be me trying to get out of the leggings. And then when he tried to put them back on, I love yeah. Friends. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take another break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about our mug yes. supplier. Yes, and I then um, gonna get a little deep when it comes to our conversation. Yep. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything. Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you got to check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. And we're back with Amber here at Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Hello. Hi. You have turned me on to, (laughs) I don't even, this, let's call her an entrepreneur. Yes. She, um, there is a lady. She has a boutique on Etsy called Pretty Me Pink. Um, and I'll put the link to her Etsy shop in our description. And she makes these beautiful mugs. Yes. They're amazing. She's the one that made the mug when you got engaged. Yep. That you were holding that said, does this ring make me look engaged? Yep. And that was probably my like eighth mug that I bought from her. 
What other mugs have you bought? So I have two mugs with two different glitter dips that say, okay, dot, 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 but first coffee. I have one that is my favorite one, which is, um, I'm not a bitch. Just kidding. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I have one that says, I love the smell of fresh ambition in the morning. Um, We have shit just got real, which was one of our engagement announcements. I have one that says Mrs. Rodriguez. I have one. I think I have like one or two other ones, too. And I um, tried to order something, but it ran out of stock. And so I'm really excited. She's from Missouri, which Mm -hmm. I'm from Missouri. And I'm like, my heart, my hometown girl, boop, not not the same town, but same state. (laughs) And um, she is just amazing. She's got great customer service. Anytime I've reached out to her, it's like an instant response. I'm like, girl, take a break. You can 24 hours, (laughs) you know. If someone doesn't get back to me in 24 hours, that's when I get annoyed. Right. Uh, but she's like five minutes. She like, really is. Wow. And her name is? Tori Tyler Duncan. Wow. Let's see. I may have the last name wrong, but I love her mugs. And they've no, come really Dungan. Fun. Dungan. I was yes, close. Tori Tyler Duncan. And she is owner-operator at Etsy Shop. And that's what she does. And if you go to her Etsy shop, you'll see all of these cute mugs. Yeah. And she recently just started doing, she's been researching ways to make her mugs better. So she's actually been experimenting with putting a print or something on the mug. So she can put flowers. I mean, you name it, she can put it on there. You want a unicorn, any quote. She even does um, like uh, canvas bags and she does so much. It's amazing. She is. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen, you've seen her progression. Talk about I have. that. Yeah. So when I first started ordering them, um, they were like little white mugs. And I also have one that's like a hot pink mug. They're dipped in glitter on the bottom. And then the lettering, you could feel when it was, when you, uh, when you have it. So you can feel the lettering. And I recently just got a new mug um, that I will be sharing on Facebook this week. And that one, she did the handle dipped in glitter for mm-hmm. me hot pink glitter and then the front and the back you can't feel anything it looks i don't know if she glazed over it or what but it has little um boxing gloves on it and a quote and you can't feel anything it just feels like a glass mug yeah it's awesome and how long have you been a fan oh probably over a year and to see that progression in just a year yeah it's like- amazing even just i think a lot of her printing has happened in the last three or four months That's awesome. So Pretty Me Pink Boutique on Etsy. She also has a great Instagram page. She does. Um, She has a Facebook page. And so definitely recommend her. Absolutely. So let's talk about the mug you recently got. And this is where we're going to get a little deep. We are. Might need to grab some tissues. (laughs) Talking to myself. Um, But... What's been going on with you, Amber? Talk about the mug, and I guess that's the best transition (laughs) as I hit the microphone. So on January 6th, um, I was informed that I have breast cancer. And so the mug that I ordered from Tori was a breast cancer mug, and it says, I'm going to make breast cancer my bitch. And it has little pink boxing gloves on the bottom. And on the other side of it, she actually came up with a quote for me that is about when I can't remember exactly what it says, but it says something about when you get knocked down by cancer, get back up and say you hit like a bitch. And it says because she posted on her. Yes, she did. When cancer knocks you down, calmly get back up, smile and very politely say you hit like a bitch. Yep. Oh, 
so it's perfect. Yes. Um, I really wanted something that had a little bit of humor because uh-huh. um, we're really trying to stay positive during this time. I have stage two breast cancer, and so we have a really good outlook in front of us. It's just going to be a long road for uh, Nick and I, and we're going to beat this, but we have the boxing gloves because we're going to make cancer my bitch. So. And so because of these turn of events, yes. your plans have, have changed. changed. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Uh, so we had decided to hold off on the wedding. Um, we, although my team of oncologists that I'm working with were willing to kind of work with us because I will be going through a long process of chemo and I just didn't want to be sick on my wedding day or look sick. And so we've decided to hold off, but Nick and I did get married, um, on Thursday. We had some friends come to town. Thank you. So we found a little spot up on Lookout Mountain across from the Batcher, Botcher Mansion, whatever it is. Um, and my friend Regan is ordained. So he married us out there. And then at the end of this, we will have a bigger celebration because we'll be celebrating our marriage, but we'll also be celebrating that I'm cancer free. And mm-hmm. so it's going to be an amazing party at that time. But it probably won't happen until 2018 because I have quite the long road. What does that road look like? So I start chemotherapy on Thursday, mm-hmm. um, the 26th, and I will be doing a treatment every three weeks. And this will go until May or June. I think it's about June. And then there's an additional drug that because of the type of hormones that I have for this type of cancer, I actually have to receive an additional drug that's not considered chemo every three weeks until December. And sometime in July, I will go through a double mastectomy. And then after I've healed a little bit from that, I will also have six weeks of radiation, which is Monday through Friday, about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, But I will be there every day until um, the six weeks is over. And then after everything is said and done, as long as I'm cancer-free and everything is shrunk, we will pursue the reconstructive surgery. Wow. Yeah. So is this a pretty aggressive approach? It is. It sounds, it feels like it. Yeah. um, My type of breast cancer is called invasive ductal carcinoma. And it means that the, it's very common. It's one of the most common types of breast cancer. It actually starts in the milk duct. And the reason why mine is stage two right now is because it did break out of the breast duct and it has gone into one of my lymph nodes. At this time, we don't think it's in any of my other lymph nodes, but we will be doing some scans this week to make sure. But um, we're going at it aggressive because I'm young. There aren't many people under the age of 40 that are being diagnosed with breast cancer who don't have history of it. So they want to approach it as aggressively as possible to hopefully prevent anything in the future happening. So, and we are looking at, we're doing some genetic testing as well, which is a 42 gene panel to look at BRCA1 and BRCA2, which are the two most common gene tests that you want to do when you have breast cancer or have a history of, because it'll show you if you carry the gene for breast cancer, but it'll also show you if you carry the gene for ovarian cancer. So that way I can prepare myself for that. And then we'll look at all the other two genes or all the other 40 some genes. And if I carry anything for that, we'll also get me prepared to try and handle that um, and get screened as often as possible before I actually get diagnosed, if that's a possibility. Gotcha. And do you have a history? Not that I'm aware of. So I don't know my father's side of my family history, but our genetic testing will be able to tell me if I have breast cancer on that father's side, even though I don't know him. Okay. So, but as I'm aware of right now, I don't have any history of breast cancer. Wow. And how did you, how did... How did you know? You're 33 years old. No. 
That might stick in my head now. Um, <laughs> you're 33 years old. Um, you'll probably be 33 in my head in five years. Yep. Um, how would a 33-year-old yeah. even think to get checked for that? So in mid-October, I had gotten back from a trip in Minnesota. I was sitting on the couch, and I think I had a scratch or a hair or something, and I just happened to rub across my left breast, and I felt a lump. And the lump is pretty predominant. It's um, about three or four centimeters. And so I checked my other one just to make sure, and I didn't feel anything there. And that's kind of when the whole path started, is we went down the road of talking to my OBGYN and having her check it out, waiting four or five weeks, just because I am young. So Mm -hmm. she thought maybe it might be a cyst, something associated with, you know, having a period or something like that. And that's not what happened. It didn't go away after four or five weeks. So then we scheduled an ultrasound, which is when they noticed that one of my lymph nodes was swollen. And then I had a biopsy. I had three biopsies on January 4th, and I had the results in two days. Wow. So. So that they tell you self self exams are yep. so important. They are. At least once a month. They yeah. tell you to do that in the shower and, and stuff. And this is a huge example yeah. as of why. Absolutely. Because I went to, I mean, my regular OBGYN appointment was April or May. Okay. And there was nothing there. So mm-hmm. it just kind of happened and it just popped up. And so it's definitely a good thing to check it every month. Yeah. No matter what your age. You're going to kill it. You're going to kick it Absolutely. ass. And we'll, yeah, we'll be here for you. Yeah, thank cheering you. Cheering you on. Yeah. And you said you had some news today. And of course, I'm like, oh, she's pregnant. <laughs> First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby. But no. No. Um, but you're going to kick kick cancer's ass. And you're Absolutely. a strong-ass woman. So, um, And by the time this podcast airs, everyone will have known. Yes. You haven't told your family as of today. Well, I have not told my family that Nick and I are married yet. Oh, as Do of they today. know about the... Everybody knows about the cancer. Oh, okay. Um, and my so road to that. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. They just don't know that Nick and I have been married yet. Oh. When are you telling them? Tonight. His family knows. Yes. Um, But my mother and my uncle will find out this evening. Are you having dinner? Uh, No, they live in Wisconsin and Florida. Oh, so, oh that's right. So I'm just right. going to call. Okay. Snap. Like, maybe FaceTime? No. Okay. I don't do FaceTime. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> So, prayers for Amber and Nick as they absolutely go on this journey that's it's going to be hard, but you're going to be amazing. Thank you. You're going to yeah. be an additional superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be great. You'll Thanks. be great. Thank you for sharing this with us. And I, I feel like everyone out there knows someone that's battled cancer, yes. beat cancer, and mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to kill it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then you wanted to talk about... The march that yeah. occurred yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of women and strong women, yeah. And um, neither one of us participated in the march. No, we did not. So let's talk about that a little bit because it's all—it's been a pretty crazy. And this—I hope this isn't a bad transition. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Um, but we just had a new president that yep. was inaugurated on Friday. Yes, President Donald Trump. That's mm-hmm. weird to say. Not that I have any feelings. Negative or positive right. when it comes to it. Um, it's just a new president. It's always it weird when yeah. new, you know, I remember when President Obama and I was like, that's weird. Right. And so you had some thoughts and I, I just, thought I, you and I are on the same page. Yeah. I think that there was a lot going on and I think the Women's March is one 
great way for people to get a voice out. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was great that so many women were there supporting other women. Yes. Um, but I also know that there was a lot of negative things that were taking place on both sides um, of the political parties. And I just it's really hard because I think where we are right now is we have a president and he is our president. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to try and embrace that fact and definitely speak out and be a part of the topics that are important to you. Sign petitions, have a peaceful, you know, a peaceful approach about about it. But all of the hatred where we're on Facebook, just sharing even hurtful memes or saying bad things to our friends and our family, it's just not worth it. Everybody has a right to their own opinion and have that peaceful march. Be a part of what you want to be a part of, but hold that true to yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to be mean to everybody else. Uh, We're just in such a sensitive time right now. And I figure despite the fact that other people are trying to spout hate, you spout love as one person because that's what's going to make the bigger difference instead of being so involved. You know, I've chosen to not listen to the news or not listen or read the articles that are on Facebook because they don't matter. At the end of the day, I am not sitting there with President Donald Trump in a room and asking him questions. I know nothing but what is being fed to me. And we've been proven many times that we can't always trust what's on the news and we can't always trust what's on the Facebook or the Internet. Amen. So be careful what you're believing in and put some faith in our country as it is and just try to do what you can because he is our president even right. if he isn't who you voted for you made exactly. that point before the podcast yeah. he is our president mm-hmm. and if he fails we fail exactly so we need to focus on just being a unified country Absolutely. we can all have our different opinions that's what's great about america yeah is that freedom but stop throwing hate yeah stop it's just not worth it. It is so not worth it. And I don't like to get... Po- We're not really getting political no. with this. And I don't want to talk politics. I don't want yeah. you guys to like think this is... We're going down a political road here at Two Girls in a Bottle of Wine. We're not. <laughs> We're not. Because I'm very much like Amber. My fiancé is all in the... Like, up to his neck. Like, knows <laughs> everything that's being said. Probably stirs the pot more than anyone. But I keep that separate. You know? Yeah. It's just like, I like my music. He likes his music. Mm-hmm. I like my my participation in politics. He likes his a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Every, it's just not worth it. Yeah. And it's not like his view on politics is going to tear us apart. Right. I might exactly. say, oh, let's turn off Fox News for a minute. Thanks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but let's love. Love. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. And respect everybody around you. Because, you know, I think we kind of had that talk about this before the podcast is, You know, I've gotten into arguments with people that want to have this hard conversation about what's going on, Mm -hmm. and they want to talk about how much this is horrible or how much whatever, and I don't want to do it, and they're offended. But, you know, I don't want to ruin a friendship, or I don't want to ruin my own personal relationship um, with my husband, Um, but respect people and respect the fact that they have an opinion, and it's theirs. Have you gotten used to calling me your husband yet? No. (laughs) Well, you can't really because it's not super public knowledge that right. you're married. Like, yeah, only a few. So you can't be like my husband. But do you right. sit at home and go, "Hey, husband"? Yeah, because I do that with Steve. I'll be like, "Hey, fiance," and he'll be like, "Hey, Beyonce." And right. It's so ridiculous. I know. Well, and it's so funny because I went out of town this weekend because it was uh-huh. supposed to be my bachelorette party, and I'm like, "Sweet, 
our first weekend as husband and his wife, and I'm out of Peace. the city. <laughs> See you later. I was wondering, because I saw your pictures. I'm like, where's Nick? Oh, God. And my <laughs> mind, because you had said you had some news to tell. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, oh no. They're fighting. <laughs> my brain went everywhere. It happens. <sighs> but moral of this podcast. Yes. Amber's going to kick ass. Absolutely. And we're going we're gonna to follow you along this journey. If you don't mind. Not at all. We'll be rooting for you. Um, there's going to be hard days. There's going yeah. to be strong days. And if you need anything, <laughs> you have let my you number. Know. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And thank you so much for sharing such personal information. Of course. Thank you. Um, and I love you. Love you too. All right. Everyone listening, we will be back again with a new podcast next week. And um, share us with your friends. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.